Aloha and welcome. I'm Reverend Cindy Paulos and this is Mystical Perspectives. This is a series of conversations we've been doing that bring to light a mystical perspective on life. And I've been studying and teaching and practicing with the University of Metaphysics for over 40 years. The University of Metaphysics, a nonprofit theological school um, founded by Dr. Paul Masters. Uh, and I am going to be looking into some more of the insights from his new book, Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations by Dr. Masters. Um, and I've done a few so far. Today is very different in this book from others. If you're following along, it's on page 23 of Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations. Now, most of Dr. Masters' uh, affirmations are starting with... um kind of key seed words. Um, Affirmations are always strong and positive, and they come from seed thoughts that can grow and blossom. Um, uh, However, today's subject is from ego mind to God consciousness. Now, this is a very touchy subject, and in this particular instance, Dr. Masters starts with uh, five or six knots which I've never seen him do before. But um, he starts with not. I am not my social security number, driver's license, credit card, political party affiliate, or any earthly of any earthly country in the physical dimension. Okay, so that's a good way to start. Okay, we are not what we may be defined by our <laughs> rules and regulations, our social security number, our driver's license. I mean, so many times we need to prove who we are, that indeed the uh, <laughs> the credit card wears thin. You know, we are not anything that we have to prove that we are. In fact, we are one with God, and uh, we are that oneness, that love and light that's infinite. But we have this body and this form, and (laughs) what we have to deal with to uh, navigate our way through life. And that is where the ego and the balance of the ego comes in with the personality. We'll be talking quite a bit about this in the next half hour. His next affirmation says, Not, I am not the illusions of time or space, nor any physical measurement. I'll repeat that. I am not the illusions of time or space, nor any physical measurement. Okay, so that pretty much frees you up right there. You know, we are in this maya, this dreamlike state, this illusion that we are here in this time and space. And at times we do awaken to what we really are. And it can even be when we're dreaming we awaken or in a state of meditation or when we have that presence come over us where we realize that indeed we are more than our body. We are more than this particular time and space. In fact, we can be in many dimensions at one time. His next affirmation is not, I am not human, animal, or mineral. I'll repeat, I am not human, animal, or mineral. Now, here we are, you know, I'm talking in this human form, Dr. Masters has passed on, and I'm talking his words while he's not here. So where is this energy that he created in these affirmations of this book come from? That presence and that spirit is not limited 
by the human form. And in animals and in minerals, there is an energy, but not just limited to that particular form, but that spirit within the form. The next knot, I am not human man or woman. Now, we've certainly seen that we have found our society breaking free of the definitions and limitations of one sex. You know, being woman used to mean you were at one point not able to vote, that you didn't have any rights, that you had to do exactly as a man told you to. But we're not a, a woman, and we're not just a man. We are this incarnation acting within the body of a woman or man. The next knot, <laughs> I am not of any race or combination of a race of people. Again, freeing yourself here um, with that thought in mind, let me repeat it. I am not of any race or a combination of a race of people. Um, so, yes, we are not limited by the color of our skin, where we come from. In fact, that being free of that is one of been the major occurrences in this century and the last century. It's It's been um, a major way of people realizing they are not going to be limited by the color of their skin or their race or any combination of where they come from. The next knot and the last knot here, I am not human thought, human feelings, or human beingness. Now here I am talking again in this human body. And again, we look at what the ego's role is. Um, the ego has lots of thoughts and has many reactions to many feelings. And the human is an embodied being. We are a human being. But the human word is made up of two parts, you and man. You is spirit. Man is the physical body. So we are spirit here in this form. The form does not last, and the form is temporary. But our spirit lives on. Now, there's a next in the series here of affirmations on the from ego mind to God consciousness I'll be talking about that don't start with not. It's I am light. I am universal light body energy containing all things while within all existence. And I'll repeat, you can join in with me if you wish. I am universal light body energy containing all things while within all existence. Now, isn't that a beautiful thing compared to what we are not? Here's what we are. Light body energy. Now, that light body energy is something Christ spoke about and that he actually became when he dropped the body. That light body energy lives on. And it does contain all things, and it is within all existence, and it's free to move within universes and within many planes of consciousness and many dimensions. The next affirmation is, I am timeless. I am timeless without beginning or end. I can repeat, and you can join in with me here. I am timeless without beginning or ending. Now, isn't that a lovely thing, to be without beginning or ending? Um, there is no beginning and there is no ending. So what does that leave us without beginning or ending? We're not beginning at our birth. We're not ending with our death. We're not beginning with this particular lifetime and ending with this lifetime. We are eternal without beginning or ending. 
We are indeed timeless beyond that clock that keeps ticking. The next I am, I am simultaneously all, beyond all, as all. And I'll repeat, you can join in. I am simultaneously all, beyond all, as all. Isn't this wonderful? We are indeed all. In fact, the word all alone is all one. We may feel we're individualized and our ego may separate us, but we are indeed beyond that. We are all. We are all one. The next one's illusions and reality. I am all that seems to be and all that really is. Repeating, I am all that seems to be and all that really is. That all presence is what it's seeming to be right now. And indeed, it is what it is. We are indeed um, past the illusions and the reality of all. The next one is I am. I am pure consciousness, pure mind, pure spirit. Pure consciousness, pure mind, pure spirit. Now that consciousness is so amazingly powerful. It holds a Christ consciousness. It holds our mental consciousness. It holds our subconsciousness. It holds our um, whole realm of consciousness that goes beyond even ourselves into the universe. That is the pure mind and all hell within spirit. And the last of the affirmations on from ego mind to God consciousness is meditation. Through my daily practice of meditation, I reawaken to the eternal reality of my ultimate Christ, selfhood in God. I'll repeat, you can join in through my daily practice of meditation. I reawaken to the eternal reality of my ultimate Christ selfhood in God. Now, again, this is so powerful. That Christ selfhood we can connect with in meditation because we are all, well, we're so busy and we're so distracted in our lives, aren't we? We're very distracted and very busy in our lives. But, when you actually get into meditation and you stop the distractions, that can even happen when you're meditating. That phone can ping and bing and it can easily make you think you want to pick it up, but you put it down and you go back into the meditation and you have your focus on what? God. And that Christ consciousness holds that God consciousness always. Now, the ego, I'm going to get into a little talk about the ego here. Um, the ego is is actually kind of was delved into a lot in the Freudian terms within the construct of his structural model of the psyche of a person's sense of self-esteem and self-importance. Now, we certainly um, can understand that the ego feels and needs to feel self-important. Um, then from that, of course, comes egotism, the drive to maintain and enhance favorable views of oneself. It, it goes so deep, so, so deep beyond this. Um, it goes into the fact that when we're young, we need to have some way to be heard. We don't speak, so we cry. And we learn different ways of crying. You know, we cry one way, you know, when we need to have our diapers changed. We cry another way when we're hungry. You know, we smile when we hope we see that there's a, a wonderful, happy face that greets us back and cuddles us when we smile. So you begin to learn that as a child, 
because you don't speak and your personality grows in time and you start to fine-tune that personality to learn to get what you want and to learn what works and what doesn't work. Now, there's many things that happen here in life. Some people have a loving environment and they're very well balanced, you know, but most of us have many challenges that we have to face in life. And uh, there's many things that can threaten our whole identity when we're young. But uh, the seeds that are planted in the subconscious mind will kind of either make us feel self-confident or fearful. Uh, Then we grow into our adulthood and um, (laughs) then we base how well we're liked on the fact of how many likes we get on Facebook. And we see even how to manipulate that to be more loved. Uh, You know, our ego loves to be liked. (laughs) Uh, Have you seen people say, oh my gosh, I got 100 likes. Oh my gosh, and it makes their day, right? Um, But there is always this higher level of God consciousness, consciousness, where you realize that in reality, you're not that separate self, but one with the whole. Now, it's the ego's role to uh, kind of give you or try to get that voice to control you. But it can be, when understood, the bridge between your personality and who you truly are, which is spirit. Here's 15 signs that your ego is acting out. One, you get defensive. Two, you feel a need to react without thinking. Three, you get obsessed with what someone may have said to you that bothered you. Four, you tell everyone, including Facebook friends, how you were done wrong. Five, too much is never enough. Six, disliking when people succeed. Seven, you refuse to apologize. Eight, redirecting the attention always back to you. Nine, constantly comparing yourself with others. Ten, craving respect and recognition. Eleven, setting unattainable goals. Twelve, you think you have all the answers. Thirteen, you don't take others' advice. Fourteen, you don't realize that you may be the problem, not others. Fifteen, always basing what you do on what's in it for you. Now, it's not a matter of uh, contest here. We all have egos. We all go through this sometimes. So we have to really ask ourselves, what are we holding on to? What do we think that ego is giving us? And is it true or is it false? Uh, Who is the true you? Who are you serving? Um, What do you really believe yourself to be? Do you define yourself with, I am compassionate, or I am depressed. Have you heard people say, and they just always use certain words to describe you, and next thing you know, that's who you think you are? But is it true? The Spirit is the truth of who you are. You are God in form, the universe, oneness, the essence of light. You can call it what you will, but the grandest scheme of all things is you are the only one of you there is. Beyond the mind and beyond your identity, when you realize that the ego is nothing more than a collection of responses, insecurities, fears, doubts, then you can shed it and watch it fall away. And it will then reveal the true self. The ego is a character in play. The true self is the author. Because all of these things and these definitions and labels are nothing more than 
the collected information of the past you, which isn't real. The past is gone. In fact, one of the great practices that Eckhart Tolle talked about quite a bit is be here now and in being in the now. And when you're in the now, you are not in the past. When you're in the now, you are just in that spirit essence. And the spirit, of course, is the truth of who you are. And so this is the one powerful thing that you can understand. You don't want to fight and do battle and warfare with the ego. But just let that ego be that tool that you can watch objectively. It's a tool that was created at this early age. And you can say, okay, that's the ego. And that's the ego acting out. That's the ego rebelling. But the ego is not really real. It's just this mechanism that we have. Um, I wrote this this morning uh, based on the ego. Let go and let God. Breathe in the breath of spirit. Breathe in that wonderful deep light of God's love. Release all fear and worries and call upon God's loving presence here. Let go of all the tension and stress. And let yourself now know you are not the ego. Let go, let go, and let God be in control. You let go of your worries and fears and believe it so, for God is right here with you. Ego, here's some great ego quotes. (laughs) Ego can't only kill relationships. It can also kill talents and gifts. There are two types of egotistical persons. First, the ones who admit it, and second, the ones who do not know that they actually have it. Ego has three supreme needs. First, the need to be in command. Second, the need to be a critic. And third, the need to be applauded. Without this three, the ego will not flourish. Next quote, when you lost the ego, that is the time when you find enlightenment. If you let go of your useless ego, your hands will be full with things far more useful and meaningful. Don't allow your ego to become the god of your life because ego is not meant to be above you. Now, we have this dance this we do in our entire life with the ego. It's not like you get to some point and the ego goes away. You just learn to manage it. You learn to understand it. You learn about this ego. Uh, one of the things it took many years for me to realize is that the ego is a double-edged sword. The ego not only tells you how great you are, it can also tell you that you're not good enough. And that seemed so opposite to me when I understood this. It's like, wow. And then I read this Marianne Williamson quote, our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond all measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So this is what it's important to realize. Ego can work in two ways. It can limit you and it can actually get you in trouble because it's trying to put on the false front and let other 
Yeah, people believe that mask that you're wearing. You know, we all want to be loved, and we all seem to know that, yet it takes a lot to find that love. And sometimes we do see the beauty of love expressed in life and given to us, and that, that compassion we can find with God and the understanding goes past the judgments. We all can understand that forgiveness and understand we can get past the problems the ego creates when we let the judgments go and we overcome the ego and the battles that the ego can present. And we see through the eyes of love. We see through God's eyes. Let's do a a meditation on this. Let's go into first the thoughts about using light and the source of light, knowing that the light can arrange and rearrange our lives as a really beneficial tool. The real power of light can be found in in doing good for others. And when we're doing good for others, we are indeed getting past our ego. Let's go into a deep state of meditation by first doing some clearing breaths. Breathe in deeply. Hold your breath. Breathe out. Breathe in deeply to the count of four. Hold for the count of four. And now breathe out. Go to a very relaxed safe spot inside where you feel protected by God's energy in the perfect light and love of God where there is that perfect peace of God call in the soul and ask for the master's guidance put your life in that light of God's perfect energy breathe in this breath of eternal spirit Breathe in deep that light of the Lord's love and release all fear and all worries. And now call upon God's loving presence. Feel that presence coming. Let that presence fill your body. Let it energize you. Let it purify you. Let go of all tension and stress and let yourself now know you are not your ego. Let go, let go, and let God be in control. Give all those fears and worries to God who's there. And heal yourself and become whole. When you are one with God and let God be in control, you can open your heart. You can forgive and understand that God is here right now with you. You can breathe in that peace. You can become that breath of light. You can manifest that love you need for you are made from that love and light you are indeed a loved blessed child of God feel that energy absorb it be part of that one great source of life you have so many gifts that even you don't know say now thy will not mine be done Thy will, not mine, be done. Ask to be of service. See yourself trusting in God's guidance in your life. Notice any reaction from the mind or ego and put that in the light. Feel that power of God's love filling you with the highest power to serve and know that you are an instrument of God's will. When you go spinning out of control, just breathe in deep and smile remember that simple phrase let go let go and let god be in control 
Now breathe in again and slowly come out of meditation. By putting yourself in the light and letting go and letting God, you'll be allowing yourself to release that hold on your individual will and turning the power over to God. You'll be connected to the greatest source for good. Bring that light of God into your soul's light every morning and when you meditate at night, and you'll find that your life becomes much, much easier. Accept that true power of light and love and become a servant of the way of light and the masters. There's a wonderful prayer that I love that was written um, by the great St. Francis. It's the Peace Prayer of St. Francis that really relates to letting go of ego and serving. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there's darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Such a beautiful prayer, um, one that's very helpful to say and to remember. We are indeed instruments of God's love and light. I wrote this as well this morning. What are you holding on to? What does your mind cling to? What are you holding on to when nothing is everything? The things we're holding on to disappear before we know. There's only our illusion that needs to let go. So what are we holding on to? Is there some deep, long-hidden fear? In time, the darkest fear will disappear when the light of God appears. So let the mind be free to reach the highest place of light. and Let the energy of love take you and fill you with the light. Let all the old rules rules be the guidepost, but look on down the road. There's so much more that you can see just waiting to unfold. So release the mind's strong focus on what you thought was real. Release all that that held you and that you held on to and let the mind now go. There's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing more to fear. God is holding on to you. And that new life right now is here. Follow God's loving guidance and live with joy. Let go, let go, and let God be in control. I'm going to close with the Aramaic Lord's Prayer. And um, this was one of the translations of the many of the Aramaic Lord's Prayer. And it's a beautiful prayer. Father, Mother of the universe, shimmering light of all, focus your light within us as we breathe your holy breath. Enter the sanctuary of our hearts, uniting within us the sacred rays of your power and beauty. Let your heart's desire 
become one with us. Let us release all judgments and fear. And let us remember always that you are the eternal song. You are the one that brings us light and love. Thank you, God, for everything. And I want to thank Dr. Masters for his wonderful teachings. You can find out more about Dr. Masters' works if you go to metaphysics.com. Um, the University of Metaphysics is there. Don't forget also there's some wonderful um, books that are out on Amazon. Um, you can get them at the metaphysics.com site or you can get them on Amazon. The one I was reading from today was Spiritual Mind Power Affirmations. Practical, mystical, and spiritual inspiration applied to your life. This is very wonderful, and you can keep it right there with you at your altar and do it every morning. And the first book that was put out was Mystical Insights. Beautiful, beautiful words um, from the teachings of Dr. Masters. You can also become a minister. You can apply to become... Um, get a doctorate in many of the metaphysical fields if you go to metaphysics.com. I really want to thank you for taking the time to be with me today. Uh, please let others know about the opportunity to join in um, with spiritual mind power affirmations and some talks and meditations right here. Um, you can also listen to KUOSFM.com which is part of the University of Sedona and one that I programmed that includes these messages and Dr. Master's lectures and excerpts from Mystical Insights as well. Thank you so much for being here and God bless you and let that light of God fill you and bless you every day of your life. <music>